Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I'm Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And where is producer Maria? Someone in the Discord, or no, maybe it was an Instagram, said that there is a producer Maria sighting. Oh, at portos oh oh was that where it was that's funny yeah poor, I, but i believe this was a while ago yeah this is a while ago so who knows where she's at now. she's, she's been probably to not portos, portos. Yeah, she, <laughs> she lives there portos. now yeah she lives it she's working at portos actually <laughs> she's, she's making the cakes um what's the, who are our patrons for this week we have isaac b brenna chloe and mari listen i'm gonna guess that it's Isaac and not Isaac. Did I say Isaac? <laughs> sure did. Darn tootin'. Isaac. Why would I say that? Sorry. It's, you're a bimbo. <laughs> Isaac. I, Isaac. Isaac, welcome to the it's team. IMAC. <laughs> IMAC. IMAC's for Isaac. Guys, welcome. <laughs> so excited to have you. Uh, I ran a poll about what kind of stuff that you guys want on the Patreon. So we will uh, start going in that direction. And it was not Bigfoot erotica. So <laughs> <laughs> surprising. Uh, a little bit rude and disappointing um, that rude. you guys 
basically you guys think I'm ugly and that's fine. Um, <laughs> so it will be more uh, cryptid short videos, uh, stuff about the occult and witchcraft, and then just random stuff about kind of like us reviewing like movies we've watched. Oh yeah. Horror and, uh, movie reviews was a big thing. Yeah. And, and popping off. So uh, we will get started on that. Melissa, I have no idea what it is. What is our episode on today? Well, this was suggested on a mailbag episode a few weeks ago. Aaron oh. was like, you should do episode on this uh, Swedish journalist. Oh, yes. Who disappeared on a sub a billionaire submarine. Oh, my God. Yes. We are so interested about this. I'm so excited. So that's what's happening today. Amazing. Okay, so on August 10th, 2017, 30-year-old Swedish journalist Kim Wall sailed off on a reporting assignment in the Copenhagen Harbor with a Danish inventor of the world's largest private submarine called the UC-3 Nautilus. But only one of them returned from the journey. Uh Uh-oh. And what happened to the submarine? Let's Let's get get into into it. it. This just made me hungry because I'm like submarine sandwich and I can't eat deli meat because I'm pregnant. Oh, why? Because there's like weird stuff in it. You can get listeria from meat. Oh, shit. So I haven't had my favorite Godfather sandwich from All About the Bread. I'm curious. This is a tangent. What (laughs) can't you eat pregnant? I can't eat raw seafood. Okay. Like sushi. I can't eat sushi. Yeah. Uh, anything that's unpasteurized, like oh, any so sort like of like juices, raw like you cheese. can't have juices. I have been having some juices. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I've never gotten sick before. It's just for listeria. It's like food poisoning. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's, I mean, juice. Like you could do that. So, like, if you fine. trust where it's coming from, like, you're not going to yeah. go eat like supermarket sushi. Like, that's a bad right. idea. Yes. But like if meat oh, is I mean, heated always, up most of the time. to like, I think it's like 140 degrees. Mm. Like I'll eat pepperoni pizza because it's like cooked. It's heated. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And I'm not supposed to drink or you can drink. It says two cups of coffee a day is safe, which is crazy because I don't even I drink coffee like once a week now just because. Oh, that's crazy. Well, now I feel like I can get pregnant if I can still have coffee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no, there's no, I, I've read all the studies. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure you have. doesn't affect the baby. Oh, but yeah, good. it's like good. meat and sushi. That's it. Interesting. Okay. Can you have like a, a, a well-cooked steak or? Oh, yeah. It has to be cooked to a certain temperature. Okay. Right. So you just put a little thermometer in there and see what it's. In yeah. your butt. You put it in your butt and then if it's <laughs> and then if warm it's a enough, you eat the steak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right. that's, you could yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh and and uh, I know I know one of your cravings. Um but have you have you had any cravings? I've been eating olives. Oh, salt, salt, salt. Yeah, I've just been eating like olives that have like olive oil on them. I guess yeah. that's redundant, but no, it's like that's seasoned olives with like salt and pepper. Oh, that sounds so good. Actually, it's probably because um, salt is good for uh, if you have like low blood 
pressure, I think yeah. it is, or like blood circulation. So it's probably like your your baby's yeah. probably taking a lot of your blood. So you need you need it in case you get woozy and stuff like that. Yeah. That and Taco Bell. <laughs> I, yeah, Taco Taco Bell has been your your I've been trying to life. lay off Taco Bell though, because it's <laughs> to eat it twice a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're olives, olives and Taco Bell. And Taco Bell, yeah, the ultimate the perfect diet. Um <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for indulging. Thank you. You're welcome. I was really, I am honestly really curious. Uh, Okay. Back to our scheduled program. Okay. (laughs) So the submarine. Okay. Kim Wall, this journalist, she was like a smart, vivacious, adventure-seeking storyteller. She traveled constantly for work. She was originally from Sweden. She was an independent journalist and she reported on all sorts of shit like post-war Sri Lanka to Cuba's underground tech scene. She worked as a fellow in Uganda. Jesus. And her work's been in Harper's, The Guardian, The New York Times, Vice, The Atlantic, Time. Like, she was an amazing freelance journalist. So she's successful just like we are. Just like we are. We've both written for Vice, right? (laughs) Yeah, we've all written for Vice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I know I get her. We get what what it's like. So she was super curious about the world and she was really into like underground stories and was into everything like super weird. Mm. So this is why when Kim in 2017, she requested to interview this engineer guy named Peter Madsen. He invited her to come for a ride on his homemade submarine. He was you. And so this was like just another crazy story for her. Like nothing out of the ordinary. This guy, Peter had been building private submarines, the first in Danish history, and Kim was interested in writing about his third submarine, the UC Nautilus, which was a mini submarine. Because apparently people just don't go around building their own submarines. I mean, yeah, like how do you even do that? Well, this guy figured it out. So (laughs) in August of that year, Kim secured an interview with this guy who called himself an inventrepreneur. <laughs> oh boy, that's like something you find on Bumble. Oh, I'm an inventrepreneur. You're a you're a DJ. <laughs> yeah, you live you live with your parents. But I guess this yeah. guy actually built submarines. <laughs> yeah. So this dude Peter, he's well known for being very ambitious. He's a rocket and submarine builder. He's given several TED talks. In Lithuania and Ukraine in the past few years, he led a group of Danish individuals in following their lifelong dreams by crowdfunding and building the UC3 Nautilus in 2008. So he built these, he built all his stuff by crowdfunding. That's insane. Yeah. And the, the website also- is still up for the, the UC3 Nautilus. What's in it for the people who are crowdfunding for him? Like a I mean, free ride or? I They just, uh, scientists and people who think he's like cool, I guess. It's an, it, I guess, it's like people who are making movies. Like, oh, you support yeah. their creative work or whatever. Weird. And this guy had built submarines and rockets. Real Elon Musk, this guy. I was about to say, he's an Elon Musk <laughs> yeah. type. So there was a dispute with this association that was responsible for the submarine. But apparently... Peter became the sole owner of the UC3 Nautilus. And he was also planning on building a rocket to go to space. Like, that was his next project. Oh, hey, bay. How did Jeff Bezos? build a rocket to go to space? You know, I don't know. 
can't even walk my dogs three times a day sometimes because I get so lazy. You know a movie I watched last night? The Martian. Oh, interesting. And Real they were good. all at JPL, like building rockets and stuff. And I was like, man, it must be cool to be like a rocket scientist. Yeah. Like, how do you even, I mean, it, it's do, insane the way you your even, brain must work. How do you even start? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of metal crazy. do you even use to build Yeah. Shit? <laughs> I was going to say, like, I'd be like, can tin you use can yeah. you use, <laughs> Do you need a screwdriver? I don't know. Do you task rabbit it? Like, <laughs> yeah. How do you? It? okay so august 10th kim goes to peter's workshop and does like a little pre-interview with him and then she boards the submarine with peter she was gonna write an article about him for wired and she texts her boyfriend from the submarine quote i'm still alive btw Uh uh-oh and we're going down now i love you oh god famous last words yeah she was only supposed to be on the sub for a few hours so Kim's boyfriend got super worried when she didn't return home that night. Like she, and she mm. wasn't responding to his texts. Oh god. So he called the Coast Guard at 2:30 a.m. that night, and then the Copenhagen police began searching for the submarine around 3:30 a.m. And they sent out an alert that there could have been a possible accident at sea. They're like, "Oh shit, maybe they sunk." Yeah. So they called up this guy named Lars Mola Peterson. Peterson. Peterson, commander of the Royal Danish Navy, to get his guys together and search the Copenhagen Sound for the submarine. But there was no sign of it or Kim or Peter anywhere. Bizarre. But later that day, they got a call that a helicopter spotted the submarine and there was a man on it who radioed in. He said he was having mechanical problems. He's like, but everything's fine. Just having some mechanical problems. And he was headed back towards Copenhagen. Weird. But then... Suddenly, three minutes later, the helicopter called in and said the submarine was sinking. Suspicious. They're like, oh, fuck, there's this guy on a submarine, and it's it's just started sinking, like, right when we saw it. And Peter was Aren't standing... are submarines already sunk? <laughs> well, you think. That's what I thought. How can you tell the submarine is sinking? They saw... It was like... It, like, uh, tilted... And like okay. was starting to go down because <laughs> normally they go kind of straight. <laughs> they go straight and it kind of slowly sinks down. But if it like kind of top, yeah, side, you know, toppling, you know. <laughs> so then, <laughs> so Peter was standing on the tower of the submarine and he jumped in the water and like oh. down goes the submarine, and then he gets rescued by a boat. I guess like that little that little thing is supposed to stick out the top of the water. Yeah, maybe. like if it has it has to be like stable, like level. Yeah, and maybe that like started it, going down. It's like a you know like a hot dog. Kind yeah, of, whoop, yeah, the hot dog style, like the Titanic, <laughs> Titanic yes. style. Yeah. So then uh, he got in a boat, and the Navy was suspicious because they're like, "Uh, that's not what a submarine looks like when it sinks." They said it looked just like a normal submarine dive. Exactly. I'm like the Navy people. Yeah, they know. They're like, oh, that's weird. It looked like he intentionally dove the boat down because it sunk so suddenly. They're like, oh, that's weird. It didn't. It wasn't a gradual sink. It was like, oh, huh. there goes the submarine. And also, why was there only one person on the boat? Exactly. So the Navy contacts the police and they're like, uh, we, we're pretty sure he sunk it on purpose. Like, this is weird. You got to look into this guy. Oh, shit. So when Peter got back to shore, the police were there to question him. They asked where Kim was, and he said, 
she's fine. I dropped her off last night. But they were suspicious of him and they arrested him. And they got CCTV from the harbor where he claimed he dropped her off. But there was no footage of her. No one saw her get off the submarine. There was nothing. They're like, oh, this guy is lying. Yeah. So the divers go and search this sunken submarine. Because perhaps Kim is like still on it. Maybe she's still alive in the submarine. Yeah. So they find it and they see the hatch is open. And they look in all the windows, but no one was on there. There was no no Kim, no no one. Fuck. So the next day, Peter was charged with murder. So the court ruled that he be held in pretrial detention for 24 days on a charge of negligent homicide. So he was there for about a month. Wow, that went south quickly. Just like the submarine into the sea. Sure, exactly. So they went back out to the submarine in a large ship, and they pulled it out of the water, and they towed it back to shore to, like, search further for clues. Some of Kim's clothes were on the submarine. I mean, that's not good. Yeah, they're like, why? They're like, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. So then 10 days later, Peter changed his story. And he said an accident happened on the submarine and Kim died. No, 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 no. But then he didn't say anything. He's like, oh, an accident happened. And they're like, uh, okay. So then 10 days after that, on August 21st, 2017, a cyclist discovered a human torso without legs, arms, or Oh, head. God. Yeah, washed up on the shore of Clydesoen. Clydesoen. Clydesoen, an area south of Copenhagen. And so the investigators did DNA, and they determined that it was the body of Kim Wall. Jesus Christ. I mean, imagine killing someone and then taking off the legs, arms, and head afterwards. Like, that's insane. And the torso had been repeatedly stabbed. Oh, Jesus. So the medical examiner said they stabbed her either at the time of death or shortly afterwards. Oh, God. And a piece of metal had been fastened to it. To try to get it to sink. Oh, God. Which it didn't work. Yeah. So they said Peter Madison strategically caused wounds near the ribs to keep the body from floating to the surface. Okay, this guy, this isn't this guy's first murder. <laughs> that's that's what everyone's saying. Oh, really? Because, yeah, if you know how to kill a, a body to make sure that it doesn't rise to the surface, yeah. this is like, yeah. Uh, so examiners reported multiple stab wounds, wounds to Kim's genitalia. Oh, fuck. Suggesting the murder had sexual assault elements. Oh, my God. So on September 5th, which is a few weeks later, Peter goes into court. He gives a whole explanation of what happened. He said the hatch had hit Kim in the head and killed her. And then he lost his grip on this heavy hatch door that fell on her head and killed her. He said it was a terrible accident, a disaster. No doctor could have done anything. Kim was severely injured. There was a pool of blood where she landed. I touched her neck, but she had no pulse. And then he said he decided to give her a burial at sea, but didn't explain why he why she was chopped up. Didn't yeah, or why part. she was sexually assaulted or stabbed in the vagina. Like, what is he going to claim? Some sort of sea creature did that? Like, what a dope. He's insane. And then, so they spent the next month searching the water, trying to find the rest of her body. They're like, well, it's got to be here somewhere. 
And this body of water they were in was is pretty big. They had maps of where to search, but they couldn't find anything. They had over 500 divers searching 200 acres of the sea. Jesus. And then they brought in this like sea wind current specialist who calculated that the remains were probably in like a totally different location. And the investigators were like, "Uh, we're running out of time and resources. Everyone was frustrated. The sea conditions were very rough. But the specialist dude, he was like this like super nerd who was like, you know, he's like the wind was that this many knots this day. It probably dragged her this many feet. It was crazy how exact his calculations were. My God. Turned out that's exactly where the rest of her body was. Wow. Because they were searching in the completely wrong, wrong spot. Area. This guy came in. He's like, I'm a current specialist. Yeah. <laughs> like, and okay, I'll tell nerd. you exactly where the body is. <laughs> so on October 6th, they found her head and legs in the Coge Bay, Ooh, which Jesus. is a, more than a half mile from where the investigators recovered her, her torso. Oh, my God. So the killer deliberately tried to conceal her body because her remains were in plastic bags. Oh, my God. Someone had filled the bags with scrap metal to weigh down the evidence. Jesus Christ. So they inv- they identified the victim from dental records. Uh, it was Kim. And they found a bag with Kim Wall's clothing, shirt, skirt, socks, shoes, also a knife and lead pieces oh weighing them down. Uh, they found a leg, then another leg. And they found a head. Also in a bag weighted down by several metal pieces. And so uh, when they discovered the head, the medical examiner said there were no signs of trauma. Uh Which was discrediting Peter's claim that the hatch hit her on the head. They're like, no. Of course. Duh. No, 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 no. no." So then Peter changed his story again. Oh, my God. He said he didn't know how Kim died, but he said it was carbon monoxide poisoning. This guy is <laughs> an idiot. Bananas. He told the police he was on the deck at one point. Kim was in the submarine and he said she died from he didn't know how carbon monoxide poisoning. And the reason he cut up her body is that he had to get her out of the hatch because it was a small what? opening and he couldn't. I don't know. He couldn't get her out of the submarine. Didn't didn't she get in there? In one yes, piece? she got in there. <laughs> they had a trial in April 2018. Uh, Lieutenant Commander of the Danish Navy said the officials did not detect carbon monoxide in the submarine. Obviously. And that even mild CO2 level, levels would not pose a serious risk. Yeah. Uh, they also learned that Peter had been doing a little bit of Googling. Oh, fuck that. (laughs) The words beheading, girl, and argony. What does argony mean? I believe it's supposed to be agony. Oh, interesting. I think he misspelled it. He searched those around the time of Kim's death. He's a a sociopath. Like he's. Yes. Also, they found out that he had videos of women being murdered. On his work computer. Oh, God. Yeah. Because they searched his laboratory. They found a computer with video footage of an unknown assailant murdering women. In the video, the assailant strangled and decapitated the victims. It was like torture porn. 
Yeah, snuff. So he yeah. likes snuff. Yeah, yes. I mean, this is no, he's a psych, he's psychotic. This is, this is crazy. And then he said the computer was used by everyone in the lab and it was not his personal property. Oh my God. But it was only him and Kim on the boat. Yes, when, it was um, only those two. I mean, this guy, like, this oh guy. God. So combined with the stab wounds inflicted on Wall's genitalia, the investigators began to suspect relationship between Kim's murder and a torture fetish. You think? This guy, oh God. Let's take a quick break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to all of the new things that we have coming out soon and merchandise discounts and all of our merch for May and June is be going to be going to all, all of the money that we make is going to be going to every town. Please go to patreon.com slash web crawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become a patron. That's like what? $24 for the year. Uh, and we would really appreciate it. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts so that we can read your reviews on our mailbag episodes. And of course, Erios has a hotline. If you don't have it memorized by now, then what's Who wrong are with you? you? We should be your emergency. If you ever go to jail, <laughs> we're going to be, we're the only number that you're going to have memorized. I don't That's even have my parents' number memorized. I don't either. I don't, I have no one's number memorized. No, yeah, because they change they change their phone number from when I was a kid, like a few years ago. And I'm I like, still I remember my phone number as a kid. Oh, me too. I, if I That's if it. I get in trouble, I could call my childhood house. Yeah, whoever but lives in my parents' old house, be like, you gotta come to California. I'm in jail. <laughs> yeah, come get me. <laughs> yeah, I, I know them, uh, but not their current number. But I also know, I for sure know Erios. So please give us a call. But in case you don't remember it, insert jingle here. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Now, back to our scheduled programming. So they searched the submarine again. They discovered... Kim's blood, an array of suspicious tools. There was a sharpened 20-inch screwdriver, a saw, a hose, and straps. Oh, fuck. Like, this guy is like a murderer. This- yeah. So they, the, they questioned whether he was planning Kim's murder. He said on the stand that he needed the hose for cleaning purposes. He needed the screwdriver to use as a marker for diving, and he needed the saw to build some shelves. He said he didn't have plywood for the shelves because he planned to bring it with him the next time he was aboard the submarine. And then some witnesses were like, the screwdriver wouldn't need to be sharpened to act as a diving marker. Like, you don't just sharpen a screwdriver. Just You don't need to do that. And the submarine's don't need woodwork like there was nothing <laughs> yeah i'm like what what is it like a kitchen like you don't need like floating shelves no so what so I mean, the this, guy, this is like 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 saw or um uh like a hostel like this is the uh horror movie yeah it's crazy so the copenhagen law enforcement charged him with premeditated murder in addition to the indecent handling of a corpse and sexual assault. I didn't even know that was a charge. Indecent handling of a yeah. corpse. Yeah, isn't it like if you see a corpse and like you do even you don't dispose of it properly, like you don't call people or something, it's like illegal. I mean, I feel like that could be a charge in all murders then. Yeah. Maybe that is a charge in all murders. Yeah. So this journalist, May Jong of Wired. She contacted Camilla Ledegard Svedson, who's an old friend of Peter's. Svedson told Jong that Peter frequently attended, quote unquote, relaxed sexual fetish parties. And apparently Peter would t- attend these parties dressed in naval attire. 
And this guy, Robert Fox, who's a filmmaker who worked with Madison Madsen on a 2009 documentary called My Private Submarine. He often played a role in Peter Madsen's seduction strategies. Oh, he definitely like came on to Kim and she said, she yeah, said no. And yeah, then she had a boyfriend he, and was not interested in him at all. Yeah. And then he just like went nuts. Oh. So in addition to watching numerous fetish films, Peter had a membership to a BDSM club uh, and then a member of the private sex club, Det Sorte Selskab, also testified that Peter joined the BDSM sex club and was later kicked out because he seemed fascinated but not turned on. Yeah, it probably wasn't hardcore enough for him. He likes snuff. Like yeah. He likes women to die at the end of it. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, apparently he was married, but he had an open marriage. Uh, his wife was going to testify, but then she was dismissed. And then she has chosen to remain anonymous. I would too. These yeah. psychos are always married. Yeah. Uh, then some women that he dated testified in this trial. They showed text messages from him that were like fetish related. Like, I want to fuck you and choke you and tie you up like some army hammer shit. Say, this is like army hammer shit. Oh, God. And he actually texted women trying to get them to go on his submarine with them before Kim, like would invite them on the submarine. And no one, no one went with him. I honestly bet like he made this submarine because it's like the perfect alibi yeah. or, or like, you know, women, he, people can't hear women scream like it's yeah. totally isolated Oh, it's so weird. So some of the reporting on the case was like very sexist. I'm sure. Like some of the articles were like, well, why? Why were her clothes left on the submarine? Why did she take her clothes off? And why did she choose to go with this guy on his this mad scientist on his ship? And like, why did she put herself in this position? Like blaming her. Oh my God. Like, why did why didn't she ask to keep her clothes on while she was raped? Yeah. Crazy. Like, was crazy. Crazy. Um, and then Peter had a psychiatric evaluation during the trial. He was determined to have little to no empathy and extreme narcissism. <laughs> Sociopath. Yes. Elon Musk. Well, I don't want to say that. But I think like anyone who... Never mind. Just keep going. <laughs> anyone who's a billionaire. Yeah, you, got, mean, you got problems. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who does this sort of like... You can't have... You can't you can't be you can't be normal. You can't be a normally adjusted person and like do this shit. It's just like super rich murder shit. Yeah. Yeah, Like just like I'm going to build a rocket and go into space. Like you're not normal. Sorry. Like it's just weird. Yeah. You don't get rich by being a nice, well-adjusted person. Like, you get rich by being, like, evil. Like, super. Like, Jeff Bezos rich. Like, you yeah, don't care like about you, there's people. There's some bodies in your wake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the exact cause of Kim's death is still unknown. Uh, the prosecution said that her death could have taken place by cutting of the throat or strangulation. Oh. And when Peter looked for torture videos online, his most common searches were throat girl and pain oh yeah like he wanted it to hurt. like he gets all, like i'm sure that that's why the yeah. bdsm thing wasn't 
Because I mean, the foundation of BDSM is essentially like consent, right? You know? And like, I'm sure that that's why he didn't get off on it. Like, he wanted yeah. it to hurt. Like, he, ugh. ugh, weirdo. So he was ultimately convicted on April 25th, 2018. They found him guilty and sentenced him to life in prison. Good. Uh, his lawyer said he would appeal the verdict, but. The courts denied his appeal Good. against his life sentence. However, unlike the U.S., life sentences in Denmark typically extend to only 17 years. What? That's insane. How is that a life sentence then? I don't know. That's the law in Denmark. I mean, I can't imagine he would ever be let out of prison. 17 years, that's, that's nothing. Yeah, especially how old is he to begin with? Like in his 30s or 40s? Yeah, he was, I think, 40, 40-ish. Yeah, like he's still, I don't, 17 years isn't enough to be rehabilitated, if ever, for, for soci- yeah. socia- sociopathy, sociopathy, sociopathy? psychopathy, yeah, psychopathy, <laughs> sociopathy, <laughs> that's a word. The technical term. <laughs> Uh, but he might remain in prison for the rest of his life because Good. in 2020, he tried to escape prison. What? This guy. So he escaped the Hersted Vester prison on the western outskirts of Copenhagen. And they captured this on video. Oh, I bet that was exciting. There's a video of it. He used a fake gun. He wore a fake explosive belt. He threatened prison staff. He made it about a half mile outside the prison wow. before he was captured by police officers. Where did he get a fake gun and fake? Did he like make it? I don't. Out I guess of, he like, just made paper? it and then like threatened prison guards and like uh, yeah, toilet paper gun. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think what? <laughs> so he was sentenced again, and then this was a weird fact. He had to pay. 20,000 kroners, which is about $3,200, to a psychologist whom he threatened to kill during the escape attempt. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. Okay. Yeah, here's So 3, he's probably, so that for sure added some time onto his life sentence when you escape prison. Yeah, I hope so. Um, so Kim's friends and family, they remember her as this passionate young journalist committed to pursuing her curiosity uh, Kim's mother, Ingrid, posted a statement in which she described her daughter as someone who gave voice to the weak, vulnerable, and marginalized people. That voice had been needed for a long, long time, and now it has been silenced, unfortunately. Oh, that is so fucking And there's a, a Kim Wall Memorial Fund for female journalists. Oh, good. We should donate to that. Such uh, a bummer because she this episode. was 30, and she was like already going to like Uganda and like Cuba and was like, doing all these amazing articles about all this stuff. And then this yeah, fucking she had crazy dude. Such just, a bright future. Yeah. Don't interview these dudes who are trying to uh, don't give any time to these fucking. Yeah. Guys. Like it's all like, they're clearly all weird narcissists. Like I'm going to go to space. I'm going to build my own rocket ship. Like, no, <laughs> no, you're, I, I wouldn't, I don't trust. I don't trust them. 
I don't trust it either. How disgusting. Well, I hope he's in jail forever and ever and ever. And um, we will definitely donate to mm-hmm. um, this fund. And wow, what a great episode and what a great suggestion. And how how many twists and turns. How crazy. Um, Melissa, if people have other great suggestions like this, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. All right. Well, I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. An Elio's original. Powered by ACAS. 